This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. You know, we're called Class Wallet, and we are about, you know, improving student outcomes and teacher success. Uh, you know, at the core, we have a fintech platform, um, and we sell exclusively into education. On today's show, the guys talk with Neil Steinhardt of Class Wallet about their product and its offerings for school financial services. We'll have music from Nick Flora, an EdTech micro lesson, and more. That's all up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio radio.edutechguys.com The opinions expressed on the site this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to Edutech Guys Radio. Good afternoon to you. How you doing? I am David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Welcome to the show. We've got a great show lined up for folks no, today. Welcome to the show. Right back at you. No, no, you. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hold on, while we have a small fisticuff fight here. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a great show today. Uh, got the got Neil uh, Steinhardt with from Class Wallet on the show, and he's going to talk to us about his stuff. Yeah, and uh, all kinds of good stuff. Well, something new today. We're going to throw out. This is kind of a special show. Uh, Dave and I are working on doing more, I guess, episodes of the podcast. We have so many people wanting on the show that we're going to have to start. Doing more than just Wednesdays, I guess. Yeah, well, and this will be this will be really cool. I mean, we're still going to do the live Wednesday show, but um, we're also going to have other podcasts that we put out that are um, kind of outside of that schedule, um, and uh, those will still be aired live through uh, edutech, uh, radio.edutechguys.com, um, and uh, but uh, they won't be the normal Wednesday uh, offer, <coughs> offering. Excuse me, offering, offering. Sorry. But uh, yeah, so that's something new we're going to try. And we're also trying something new um, by adding in what we're going to call the EdTech Micro Lessons. Yeah. And it, David has to come up with a jingle for it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Till that's, just... a, that's a mouthful. EdTech Micro Lesson of the Week. Yeah, that's, no, no, that's, that, that's just, it's not going to work with the same. I'll, it'll have its own, its own jingle. At some get point. Get to that point. I'm sure. Hey, catch us on the web at Twitter, <laughs> twitter.com slash edutechguys. You can also find us on the web, on the line, at www.edutechguys.com. Heck, just go to Google, type in edutechguys, and I promise we'll come up. We're on the Facebook. 
We're at the Walmarts. We're everywhere. <laughs> We're at the Walmarts. <laughs> We're hawking our podcast right outside the door as you come in. That's right. <coughs> well, the one table set up. The one place we're not is on the post office wanted posters. Maybe not you. But, oh, uh, sorry. I, I wasn't supposed to say that. I had an incident with a garbage truck when I was 14. That's long. I am not surprising in the least. I still haven't found that garbage truck. <laughs> awesome. well, garbage trucks aside. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to drop out to a quick commercial. And when we come back, we're going to have a great discussion with our guest for today. We'll be right back. Edutech Guys. Thanks for listening to Edutech Guys. Reach out to us on Twitter at Edutech Guys. Head over to Facebook, facebook.com slash edutechguys. Or cruise on over to the website, www.edutechguys.com. All right, up next on the show, we got a very special guest with us, and uh, we'll let him introduce himself and uh, who he's with and what he does. Welcome, Class Wallet. Oh, hi, guys. Um, well, I'm Neil Steinhardt. I'm the president of Class Wallet, and we are a financial service company that sells into EdTech, and we help. Uh, digitize and improve back office processes in education. Awesome. That's awesome. So there's, there's the first thing we want to talk about. And, and you and I have been talking o- o- across Twitter through the messenger and uh, <laughs> to find out what's going on. But so tell us, you notice this and we notice this. Everyone in education notices it, notices this, that many K-12 finance departments, they have a ton of room for technological improvement. So where do you guys come in to help us to help with that? And, and you mentioned this, and this is true. That's not the sexy side of it. but, <laughs> but <laughs> Yes, it, we're not playing in the sexy sides of ed tech, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but no, you know, because we've, we've raised capital from, from Reach Capital, and uh, we are graduates of the um, Techstars Education Accelerator. So we're, we're very much uh, in the ed tech Space, but um, you know my background is fintech, and our technology platform is fintech for education. So you know we have a, see a market in digitizing and making paperless all these transactions that, that happen. They create a lot of overhead for you know typically what are understaffed um, and underserved departments. And if you want to empower teachers to make purchases, well then you have to capture receipts. And so we've built a platform that makes that a totally digital process and takes a, takes, you know, process that, that can take weeks, you know, to get an approval and smashes it down into real time. Um, so, so we can be very empowering. Um, you know, school finance offices, you know, across the country, there's 14,000 school districts. Um, you know, they're very different. But one commonality is this reliance on old technology, purchase orders, uh, reimbursement, you know, a lot of paper receipts, a lot of paperwork, a lot of signing offs. Um, and that's an area where we can, you know, bring a lot of improvement and, you know, utilize technology so that teachers can go out and acquire all that cool ed tech technology. I mean, you know, it's hard to even keep up. Like, you know, it used to be, you know, in the 50s, you know, you had a, a book publisher. That was one PO, right? Now we have our curriculum, you know, maybe there was an office supply. Um, you know, and it was a very different world. Now, I mean, you can't even keep track how many vendors are out there selling cool, great stuff, you know, stuff that's in demand. They, they don't accept purchase orders. Um, you know, you might now have a thousand vendors um, and the teachers are going to find a new one every day. Right. So, okay. So um, 
as you're as I'm as I'm kind of listening to what you're saying and and trying to map this out in my head, the the solution that you guys bring, Class Wallet, um, is that really is it is it from is it the whole like I'm gonna go very old school and is it soup to nuts? I mean, are we talking if a, if a teacher let's say a teacher wants to go buy something and the procedure at the district is they have to get approval for that before they get the PO for that, and all of that has to be signed off on. Is that, is that what you guys covered? Absolutely. So, um, so that is the process, right? And, you know, when you talk about public schools, you need accountability. That's why there's auditors, um, right? You're all spending tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the class platform has, has a, a couple components, but the core is a digital wallet. So our customer is a district. We can create a digital wallet for a teacher, and the district can allocate funds to it. They don't literally move money, right? They're really allocating a budget. Once that money is in the class wallet account for the teacher, um, we have a digital marketplace. So we work with Amazon, Best Buy, Scholastic, School Specialty, right? They're empowered to go out and build a shopping cart, right, on Amazon, check out, but they're now back in the class wallet platform, and we have all the SKU level data. So if a district or a principal needs to approve that transaction, we give them the right to pre-approve it. Um, if they don't need to pre-approve it, then we fulfill that order directly to the school. Um, and we've taken that process that you explained and just digitized it and took all the time out of it. Um, you know, a lot of times we hear teachers, right? I want to get a resource, right? I can't get it approved in time, so I'm going to go spend out of pocket and hopefully I'll get a reimbursement. Wow. Right. Um, because, you know, next week I'm on to something else by the time I get my approval. Um, you know, and your average teacher, you know, there's all kinds of studies. I don't know what number to pin, but, you know, anywhere between five hundred dollars and a thousand dollars a year out of pocket. Sure. You know, which is a little criminal. But some of that is because they just have an urgency. Right. And so you're going to have to go out of pocket. Um, so, you know, our platform allows us to, to actually take a, a bunch of different processes. So we've got that online marketplace, you know, which is our core product and very powerful. Um, but we also allow for electronic receipt submission for reimbursement, right? So you can literally take a picture with your mobile phone of a receipt and have it submitted to your admin for reapproval and cool. they can ACH the funds, right? Yeah. Um, we have a prepaid card, right? If it's turned on, you know, um, which is a premium product. But, you know, if you want, the teachers can access the funds that are in the wallet, right? And make purchases. It pays for professional development, pays for, you know, resources in the classroom. So um, same thing. Swipe the card. There's no balance on that card. It actually goes out from the credit card processor to our processor to my platform, check for an available balance. If it's there, we'll fund the card in real time and settle that transaction. And while a teacher is standing in the store, they can take a picture with the mobile device and attach it to that transaction so it gets submitted to the admin. Yeah. You guys have taken the workflow process and made it better. That's what you've done. That's very cool. Yeah. I mean, these are common, you know, things in the fintech world. You know, they're just slow to creep into the back office of school districts. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, I, I don't want to say we're geniuses because we're not. We didn't invent anything. <laughs> but we were able to take a bunch of things that, that didn't really exist and bring them all together mm-hmm. in a nice user-friendly platform um, that ends up becoming very powerful for teachers. Right. Yeah. Well, and the cost savings here, just alone cutting out the paperwork, the actual physical paper, the cost of purchase orders, the cost of requisition, the time that it takes to move that back and forth between campuses. You guys have cut out a lot of money because time is money. And that's for a school district. That's a big deal. We actually have a case study or a white paper. Um, The uh, Arizona State University 
did a study um, about how much it costs to process a purchase order. Mm. Um, and if you think about it, right, teacher has to go find a vendor, right? Get a quote, bring it to the school, right? They have to you know, run it up the chain. You know, how many people have to touch that before it gets signed off, right? Then it goes back right. to the teacher. They say, go out and buy it, right? Now the teacher bought it. Now an invoice comes in, right? A couple of people, ooh, I got to match that up to the purchase order. You know, right. was that what we realized? And then we have to pay it. So when you add up everybody's time, it might be 10 minutes here and 20 minutes there, but if you add it all up, it's anywhere between $97 and $200 per purchase order. Wow. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. And if you want to buy 5,000 desks, you know, of course, you're going to issue a purchase order, right? And they're going to show up on your, your school and you're going to, it's all good. But what if you want to buy a $45 item? Right. Why would you spend $97 to process that payment? Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. So, you know, this is a lot about also, it, it changes the school climate. It changes everything happening in a school district because it empowers teachers. That's a really big deal is it's, 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 it's empowering teachers with a little, making them feel like, hey, I have a lot more power in what I'm doing and what I'm purchasing for my classroom. Oh, yeah, and there's a national trend. I mean, you know, it's, it's called different things, but like student-based budgeting, you know, <laughs> which is really dollars following the classroom. You know, we see it also with uh, teachers and uh, principals empowered to have their own P&L, right? Um, you know, like where do you affect student outcomes? Like it's in the classroom with the person who's next to these students all day long, right? right? So, you know, in our platform, you know, a district can allocate money to a principal. Principal can in turn allocate it to teachers or the district can allocate it to teachers and, and track it. And it's very fungible, right? Because we can, you know, move these allocations back and forth. So, you know, unspent money can revert back to the admin automatically, you know, we like the, the platform's powerful. Right. Um, but it's all about, you know, we, we can't eliminate the transparency. That's the number one thing. Right. We need mm -hmm. accountability. Right. Um, but I, there is a trend and we do see it. And we see it in our more progressive customers and districts. But, you know, it is a national movement to have more, you know, what they call student based budgeting. And uh, I think that's a wonderful trend, you know, and, and teachers, you know, like I said, they go out of pocket, you know, so they're doing it anyway. You know, why, why shouldn't the tax dollars do it? Sure. So I, I have a question from kind of the, you know, you go into a school and you've got, I'm sure you've met with many uh, kind of the old school mentality and it may be not even old school. Maybe that's, that's harsher than it needs to be, but the folks <laughs> who, because they've been doing certain things a certain way and they think about finance a certain way. Um, do you find yourselves having trouble, um, when you're explaining how the system works and you're talking about this allocation, uh, are, are you, do you have trouble with that with, with some of the administrators who in their brain are thinking, well, I, you know, I can't budget money for them to go buy stuff. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I, my, my wife's a teacher. And that's what I could see. I could see if, you know, talking to her superintendent, if, and who I, who I know pretty well, but if I were to go to him and, and kind of, try to do this, which I realize I would not be doing this. That's why you're doing this. But, <laughs> but you know, it, but to try to explain this process and he'd be like, uh, I can't allocate money to these folks. So I, that's, I'm just curious how you, how you've run into that and, and how do you handle that? Sure. So I, I, it's kind of two questions. Um, sure. you know, so I'll, I'll take, you know, one question. I mean, our, our biggest challenge is selling against paper, right? You know, all these, you know, manual processes and paperwork. Um, and so my biggest challenge is to try to explain to people like that there's pain, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody got through their audit last year, you know, and, and the world is spinning and we're moving forward, right? But, you know, if I ask them, they say, you know, hey, you know, do you allow teachers to make purchases? And they say, yes, yeah, sometimes. And we say, 
all right, well, how do you do that? And say, oh, we, we have a PO platform, you know, it's great. And I'm like, oh, really? How great is it? You know, like, let's walk through that process, you know, sure. just like the one we described earlier. You know, say, once we start talking about the process and they understand the pain that's inherent in the system, then I have a much easier time, you know, selling class wallet. Sure. Um, but there are some use cases where it's easier to sell. So, you know, there are a number of states that do back to school grants. Um, you know, our home state of Florida is one of them. Um, Alabama is one, Utah's one, you know, so there are a number of states that actually do allocate money um, with strings attached to teachers at the beginning of the school year. Um, so for, for that one particular use case, we have a very powerful argument because come March, they're reconciling receipts from hundreds, if not thousands of teachers, and sure. the pain is really acute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody who didn't really like us last year might like us a lot more in March of next year. Yes. Um, but we also have a lot of activity around student activity funds and, and student clubs and groups, and, you know, they call them different things in, in different states. Mm -hmm. um, but student activity accounting is super challenging, um, where you have a lot of unappropriated dollars that come in, and now you got to track them going out, and, you know, like I said, if you if you read audits, I, I don't read audits for fun, but I do read a lot of school district audits. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 never a payroll issue. You know, which is yeah. one of the bigger chunks of the budget. You know, that all works pretty seamlessly. It's it's when you get down in the weeds, you know, and you start talking about, you know, it, it's a, the smallest part of the budget, but it's the biggest pain mm -hmm. for the districts, and and that's the the sweet spot where we come in and said, hey, I've got a platform that can solve a lot of those problems for you. Yeah. Awesome, man! Very cool. That answered that. That's I was thinking the same question you were thinking, so that actually worked out really well. But you know, it, it does show your commitment to education because mm -hmm. it's a whole different thing. You you were in you, you're fintech, so mm -hmm. tell us the difference you've noticed coming into the education side of it. You know, with, right. with the fintech mindset. Well, I used to work, um, so I've been in licensed money transmission, walk-in bill payment, digital wallets for, for about 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, and my most recent company, we were the second largest digital wallet operator in the world, and our, our biggest focus was online gambling in, okay. in Europe and Asia. Um, and I will say they had much better industry parties than, than in education. But, but, you know, when, when I met my partner, Jamie, like I said, who was the founder of adopt a classroom and he had built a platform that was, you know, a crowdfunding platform for teachers. Mm -hmm. Wikipedia once said it was the first crowdfunding platform. Um, and he raised about $30 million for teachers in about a third of the schools across the country. And it was the same kind of concept, right? It was a nonprofit, but it was a digital wallet and you could give money to teachers and then they could build shopping carts and check out. And then all the donors would have visibility to what they were seeing. Um, and so, you know, when, when I joined and, and we kind of, you know, founded class wallet, you know, I, I'm more from the B2B world than the B2C and signing up individual teachers is, is a challenge. Um, and getting them to do things is a challenge. And mm -hmm. so we had some uh, we had some customers that were education foundations and just kind of liked the B2B world more, right? And so they said, mm -hmm. oh, we could make better reports and we can go after this. Um, but education is a really interesting space because, you know, I have two kids in public school, you know, so I'm a consumer, uh, right. you know, as well. Um, and I understand how challenging it is to, to be a teacher. And it's so fragmented, it creates an opportunity for scrappy startups like ourselves 
to go out there because if it was big and homogenous, then PayPal would dominate the space or Amazon would dominate the space. Right. Um, you know, it's not a one size fits all solution, right? And the sales process is a, is a challenge, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, I mean, it would be so much easier for us to sell small and medium sized enterprises who could sign a contract and not have to get board approval and just say, hey, yeah, I like it. Let's go. As opposed to, you know, some of our larger school districts that, you know, might be on a 36 month sales cycle. Um, but you know, there, there is something fulfilling about trying to make an impact in education. And, you know, I, I do think, um, you know, certainly some of the feedback we get from our teachers, you know, who, who are our users, but not our customers, you know, my customers, the district, the users, the teachers. Um, but when they can get the resources that they need in a timely fashion with, with a lot less hassle, um, you know, it, it's very rewarding to, to hear that, you know, it, it's making an impact. And so, you know, we'd like to think that it does. And so I, I don't think we get that in other industries. Yeah. You yeah, know, the, cool. the, the, and that's really interesting. Your usability from what we've learned today is really perfect. You know, teachers don't have a lot of time to learn something new. They hate learning new things. They like to teach things and they don't like to learn new things. So, but the usability is a lot different than a lot of the other platforms that might be out there. You know, and there's some other purchase uh, order platforms out there, but not to the level of what you guys are doing, especially making it mobile and making it easy to use. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Very, very impressive. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. We have a, uh, it's funny, it's topical because we have a, a new UX designer on staff who's, it'll be even more usable next year. You know, I awesome. mean, we're in a crunch, you know, for August right now, but uh, you know, this year was a great year for us and we, we had about 15,000 active users. Um, you know, next year is going to be between 50 and 75,000. Um, so, you know, we, we are, uh, we're, we're in a lean startup model, right? We're kind of MVP. We want to be in the marketplace. We want real customers using our product. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we iterate and and fix things quickly. Um, so, uh, so we got a, a long list of feedback, um, you know, very constructive. And so, uh, you know, it's fun you know, to actually make a better product and, and yeah. you know, know that, you know, something that we, we actually do right now is going to decrease cost to customer service and increase teacher satisfaction. And, you know, it's a very tangible kind of kind of thing that we're working on right now. Yeah. Well, cool. Now, cool. I know we might have missed something, so I want to give you the opportunity to throw anything in where we might have missed. But you're exactly right. Uh, one of our the first conversations we had is like, everyone forgets about the school administrative side. And I'm glad you guys didn't forget about the school administrative side because this is a <laughs> product. But if uh, did, I, did we miss anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, no, not at all. I think uh, we, we hit the high notes. You know, we, we love school finance officers. You know, they, they are an underserved constituency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've had my I've had the pleasure, distinct pleasure of going to a lot of, uh, you know, state level ASBO conferences, you know, mm-hmm. and if uh, you would ask me five years ago, I, I wouldn't have known what an ASBO was. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but now, you know, we go and, uh, and, and we love it. I, I think it's really, you know, fantastic. And I think, if you want to look to, to the bigger picture, you know, really what we envision going forward is, is to create like a smarter marketplace where, you know, uh, you know, we aggregate all these sellers, um, but, you know, we'd love to have like a level of curation, you know, almost like a Yelp, right? Hey, what are other third grade science teachers buying, you know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, that, that's making an impact in their classroom. And so I think, you know, as we, hit scale, you know, and, and the big data becomes, you know, really much more actionable. Um, you know, we definitely see an evolution towards where not only are we delivering a service to the finance, you know, who are our customers, 
um, but a real value-added service to the teachers, you know, so that they can spend their dollars wisely. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. That's very cool. I like that idea a lot. That's very, very cool. So check out Class Wallet, www.classwallet.com. They can find you on Twitter at Class Wallet. Um, uh, Facebook, you guys have a Facebook page? Uh, class wallet. <laughs> You're like us. That's right. Google, Google go class. To class wallet, and I bet you money they come up number one. That's right. <laughs> Somebody's pushing their SEO beautifully. <laughs> Absolutely, that would be lucid. Hey Neil, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and uh, we've got to get back together in the fall, especially when your UX uh, person knocks it out of the park, and we can talk about some new stuff and some new features. Maybe you guys will have. All right. Fantastic. David, Jeff, it was a super pleasure talking to you. Really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to coming back in the fall. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Hey, up next, we've got music from Nick Flora. You might recognize this tune from our uh, intro that we use. Legally and- <laughs> use. Legal- legally. Legally. Yes. Yes, we do. This is Nick Flora and Presence of Greatness. <laughs>
presence of greatness. I like presents, like Christmas presents, really great the, presents. The, Wrong not, presents? Not, not those kind of presents. <laughs> this is a different kind of presents. I had way too many milkshakes for lunch. <laughs> a lot of sugar, people. Speaking of lots of sugar, wait, no. Plus <laughs> some sugar. Oh, no, sorry. Speaking hey. of sugar, we're going to be in a lot of fun places this summer. Yeah. So if you want to catch us, the first place you can catch us is at the Innovation Institute in Springdale, Arkansas, June the 7th through the 8th. That's right. And the next week, June 12th through the 15th, we'll be in Hot Springs at the Hot Springs Technology Institute. Hey, then in July, right after after the 4th, we will be in Wichita, Kansas at Podstock, July the 12th through the 14th. Woo. Yes, absolutely. So you can uh, catch us live. We'll be podcasting uh, live conference coverage from each of those places. And also sharing some little nuggets of good loving for the EdTech world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we have a new... Speaking uh, <laughs> of... Little nuggets. The little nuggets. Of EdTech goodness. Yes. Uh, I wrote a quick article today. It'll be out on our blog. Uh, at uh, Actually, right now, as you're listening to this live the first time. Yeah. Um, it's on our blog. Check it out, www.edutechguys.com. Drop over to the blog. You can find it. Possibly on the front page, too, probably. Yeah, so. Possibly. We don't, know. Know. we don't know how this stuff I don't works. Know, I, don't, I don't do the website. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how this works. Oh, what? my gosh. Where am I? What's my name? So, anyway, uh, yeah, talking about ed tech micro lessons. And that, this came up um, at one of the ed chats that I was on uh, at some point uh, on a Twitter chat. Cool. And um, the teacher said, that's a great idea. So, I, I, I knocked out five ideas. And I thought you might enjoy them. And so what I did too, uh, what I did too, what I also did was uh, make sure that um, I uh, gave you some five ideas and that you can actually build off of that. Um, so the one that I thought I would share with you today is on this article and it's down at the bottom and it's about gamification, yeah. which we talked about the different gamification versus game-based learning right. last week on the show. And so I thought, hey, you know, gamification is kind of a micro, it can be a micro lesson. You can use it, you know, throughout the class. And it's a good tried and true friend, you know, because it's been around since, you know, poster boards and sticky stars. Well, okay, it's been around. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of websites and apps out there that you can use, like Class Dojo, that can, you know, help bring that, that fun of achieving a goal and attaining badges, you know, for a job well done. Kids really like that. It really increases student engagement. And, and it helps that kid get that win. Every kid likes a win. They sure. like to, you know, have that win, that certificate, that that whole cool kind of thing. Yeah. And also, um, over time, the feedback the students can receive with that, it can help foster a growth mindset. You know, help them understand that it's okay to be third place or fourth place because next time you might be first place. Right. So that's uh, there it is. That's the the ed tech micro lesson of the week. And we'll come up with a jingle. David's got his banjo out and his juice harp, and he's working. <laughs> he's working on it right now as we speak. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can call it that anymore. <laughs> anyway, so that was awesome. Very, very cool. Good show. Hey, remember, if you want to catch us, uh, just head out to twitter.com. So I said, you tech guys at edutech guys. Head to the website, drop to the bottom of the page, fill out the form, and you can get in touch with us there. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely want to hear what your ed tech stories are and share those with us. And we can, in turn, share those with everybody. Hey, been a great show. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. 
You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program are those of the participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But b- don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.